Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. everybody <laughs> what is going on well ladies and gentlemen it is that time it's time for this week's uh new taco tuesday it is time for uh oh you know you guys you guys know you're you're you are not watching and listening and experiencing distance nerding it's almost taco wednesday part of the comic-con radio <laughs> podcast family She's our woman of tomorrow. It's Frey. He's a double Big Mac with a small Diet Coke. It's Jamez thousand. And he's our life held pockets of knowledge, young Phil. That's and uh, we yeah. are here We're to nerd, nerd together. 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 We're talking about anything. Pop, pop culture, news, movies, food, wrestling, comics, Royal Rumbles, whatever you're nerding out on, oh, yeah. we want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. And if you missed that Royal Rumble, oh, you missed that on a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Threads, YouTube, Discord, all at Distance Nerding. And of course, uh, you can send us an email if you would like at your pleasure at Dist. Oh my goodness. This was almost uh, a show for Wednesday, not I a Tuesday. I literally almost fell asleep. Literally. Literally. But go Raiders. Go so. Raiders? Come on. Raiders. Man. What? <laughs> and nerding. And nerding. AOL.com. <laughs> and we will read the email. <laughs> On the show, uh, Jamez uh, is in a different universe because he really believes that the Raiders are in the Super Bowl somehow. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's good. James, did you kill Phil? Yeah. Uh, he he possibly may have. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have now stumbled onto the best kept secret on the internet. You are now watching your favorite show, my favorite show, everyone's favorite show, The Download. <laughs> And here we are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's get right into it. This week on deck, we've got the Geek End update. Say Wong says, time to cosplay, NorCal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Starting rumors. Is Netflix rewriting the MCU? They probably like are. to think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. And of course, uh, <laughs> the download. We're shaking out the MCU with a ton on news. Oh, yeah. Uh, but before we get into all of that, uh, of course, ladies and oh, gentlemen. How dare you. <laughs> so rude. But first. Let me get a shout out. Shout out to Poddex and Grammar. In fact, this episode of 
<laughs> Distance Nerding is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand if you're a new podcaster or an existing broadcaster or your football team is going to the Super Bowl and you take your own sweet time starting the show or looking to grow your audience, check out Poddex and level up with Poddex and check out poddex.com. Use code NERDING10 for 10% off Poddex. Get in the Don't app. Don't forget the close-up magic. Yeah. yeah, Of course, got to get the close-up magic. It's not, it's not worth it if you don't get in on the close-up magic. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if the channel is brought to you by Poddex, then you may be wondering to yourself, what brings young Phil and the uh, immense amount of energy that he brings to the show? I'll tell you what it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is Dubby. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Dubby is an emerging, or I'm sorry, Dubby is a brand of energy drinks created to help focus concentration reaction time with no jitters or crash. I'm so used to saying it the other way, so it's like... <laughs> Dubby contains no maltodextrin, sugar, fillers, artificial colors, or dyes. Uh, and it's potentially keto-friendly. Well, I guess it is keto-friendly. Uh, Dubby contains Neurofactor. It's a neurotropic derived from the coffee fruit. Neurofactor helps give your brain focus and clarity while the 150 milligrams of caffeine and three essential B vitamins help you stay alert and energized. Find out more about Dubby at www.w.gg. Use the code NERDING10. Get 10% off your order. NERDING10. That's awesome. Somebody should... Uh, NERDING10. Somebody should make that a website. We should do something with that. Yeah. yeah definitely. Is that where you were, young Phil? You're outside waiting for your Dubby fix to uh, come from Amazon or something? I, I was waiting for my shipment of Dubby to, to come. Where's that where's that Amazon Prime driver? Yeah. Damn yeah. it. I was waiting Darn out there. It. I was waiting out there for him, you know, and they just never showed up. Rude. They they, they ghosted mm -hmm. me. They left me on left me on red. I say that's Balderdash. Or yeah. Eric says that's Balderdash. It, it is Balderdash. Poppycock. Poppycock. Yeah. And Poppycop. Pop poppy. Poppycock. Whoa, hey. <laughs> it means this ridiculous. Used, hey, this used to be a family friendly show, okay? Mm -hmm. Used to be. <laughs> uh so let's get right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Geek End update. we off to this week well this week we're going to the norcal cosplay gathering the sacramento edition thanks to say wong who's been making fun of us in the chat but also shared <laughs> that the norcal cosplay gathering is happening this coming weekend february 3rd from 12 to 5 it's a free event tips are appreciated go check them out at william land park here in sacramento uh they don't have the set location and where in land park but um go look for cosplayers in the park you will know where to go once you're there don't don't you worry about them uh there'll be snacks and waters and everybody's gonna hang out and have a good time say wong jump in the in the chat and let us know what you're gonna be cosplaying as so we can come um find you and uh let us know so we can get autographs and whatnot from you if, if you're doing autographs he, i don't know he, he's he's but going I, as my homeboy james that's what he's doing oh my homeboy <laughs> james get out of here so february 3rd from 12 to 5 william land park NorCal cosplay gathering the Sacramento edition. Yeah, and uh, you know if 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 uh, if I can make it there, which I don't think I can, I'm gonna be working. But uh, if I can find a way to make it there, hey, bring me a birthday cake. Oh, oh. that's right. Yeah. Happy happy birthday from all of us to you. Happy happy birthday, young Philippe to you. <laughs> I guess 2.0 2.0 2.2 exactly <laughs> you're working on your birthday good sir yeah I am working on my birthday oh yeah way to plan ahead way to plan ahead <laughs> hey I need the money <laughs> okay <laughs> 
Mas dinero. Exactly. Exactly that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what, what, so aside from NorCal cosplay, you know, this NorCal cosplay event, because that just sounds like a crap ton of fun. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to Distance Nerding. I'm trying to do two things at the same time, and I'm on the wrong On Comic-Con Radio, listen to Distance Nerding and our second show, A Comic Conversation, via comiccon-radio.com. Look for the Distance Nerding Podcast, even this episode, and a new comic conversation each week on comiccon-radio.com slash podcasts. Yo, somebody, right? somebody should put that in the chat. I'm going to put it in the chat. Please do, because apparently I do not know how to put links in the chat. <laughs> no, we do not put links in the chat. From, is it, but but, but is it is Oklahoma. it worse than Liam, though? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's about the same. Okay. I mean, okay. he, Don't worry he about comes it. by yeah. it naturally. So. Yeah. And by the way, Comic-Con Radio. Go check out Comic-Con Radio. Check out Distance Nerding. Check out Comic-Con Conversations. But tons of other podcasts on there. Shout out to Comics Podcast. They were in the chat earlier. Shout out to They Mostly Pot Out at night our boy graveyard who's on this show on thursdays uh they have a show on comic-con radio it's great geek saga shout out to geek saga eugene and dave they're great yeah come on you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> well no so look when i do the podcast the the dogs like to gather around me as if i'm telling them a story for some reason that they don't quite understand which of course well we got some foam stairs over the over my hiatus or sabbatical whichever one sounds more posh um and the dogs like to lay on it now (laughs) so i've got husby to bring in andy's bed in here so she wasn't laying on the stairs (laughs) andy's coming it sounds more comfortable uh being on a bed than on stairs whether they're foamy or not so very cool very cool very very all right well ladies and gentlemen let's uh let's move right along because it's now time to start some rumors i don't know where to get in their nose but i'm not mad tonight it comes true oh let's start some rumors i want to start some rumors with you with you with you i want to start some rumors with you I'm typing. Sorry. <laughs> My Peter Tingle is tingling again because Sony Pictures is looking at bringing back the original big screen Spider-Man Tobey Maguire and Amazing Spider-Man star Andrew Garfield for the highly anticipated Spider-Man 4. While the project is still in development, the prospect of seeing all three Spider-Man back together is something a lot of fans would be excited for. This may be the right call, Sony. Also, rumors that Wilson Fisk, aka Kingpin, is set to make an appearance in Spider-Man 4. However, it's worth noting that actor Vincent D'Onofrio, D'Onofrio has not entered talks for his return yet. Interesting. Interesting. That's a lot of Spider-Man being thrown at you. Talk is on the table. Will we get multiple Spider-Men of Spiders? Will we get the King of Pins in the new Spider-Man 4 movie? Huh? Tacos? Where are they? Uh, there they are. All right. Tacos. Tacos on the table. Um, They're such I, cute tacos. I know. They're the most adorable <laughs> tacos that there are, right? Uh, so do I believe that we're going to be getting multiple Men of Spiders uh, I know that right now the big huge deal is that Sony wants um, that Sony wants to uh, uh, do another multiverse movie, right? And 
Marvel doesn't want to do multiverse again. They feel like that they've already done that. They kind of don't want to do it again, but Sony's like really pushing it, right? So uh, I don't know. It, it's it's kind of hard to call because ultimately Sony does have the 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 green light on all this stuff because they have the rights, whereas Marvel is the one telling the story. Um, I think. Where are your multiverse tacos? I think my tacos. I think my tacos are on the table mainly because in the end Sony is gonna is gonna make that argument and they're gonna say, well, we're not gonna make the movie if you don't want to do it our way mm, got it got yeah, it got it i could see that Frey, where are your tacos well i think that andrew garfield and toby mcguire did a fantastic job i think if they do it again then that would be more it's like dipping it's like when you dip a chip in it's a double dipping and i feel like it won't have the same effect as it did like they brought them in and the reason they brought them in was because of things that were going to happen in the mcu yeah. and so and it just left it a little bit like it brought all of that together and if if mcu doesn't want to do it again then I don't, I mean, I just don't see why Sony would do it. I mean, cause it's what's, it's gonna be Tom Holland's probably his last movie. So I would rather see it be just based on Tom Holland. You know, if they want to bring in Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin, they want to do a little dare, like another daredevil thing. You know, I could see that since Kingpin will be in it. Um, they could bring it into that first, like that. Cause like we know, spoilers everyone that kingpin is going to run for mayor but um that that could be part of it like that could be the part that it is like you know you see him mm -hmm. at a mm -hmm. you know doing a stump speech in new york city and spider-man has to save him or something right it's that kind of thing and then that he meets that you know he he's like hey that's matt murdoch that's daredevil you know and he gets that you know oh that's too you know and then, but then I guess they wouldn't have met if, because he wouldn't remember that Peter was Spider Man because of the spell. Right. I mean, in 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 the end, mm -hmm. this is going to be a like with Kingpin coming in, and I one hundred percent believe that we're gonna we're we're gonna talk about this later. Uh, but Kingpin coming in is is a big deal for Spider-Man because mm. he's a major villain in the Spider-Man universe. So yeah, yeah, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see how Spider-Man deals with Vincent D'Onofrio's uh, um, Kingpin. Uh, yeah, just kind of yeah. how how that version of Kingpin stands up against Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, and if they decide that oh they're gonna do a Kingpin from another universe or whatever, who they can't resurrect the last Kingpin. Yeah, no, he's because Michael Clark Duncan died. Right. And so it's like, so then they get another actor and then it's like, well, who's the real one? Well, Vincent D'Onofrio is the real one. So it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't like anything about this. I'm just, my tacos are so far away from the table that they're in a different zip code. Like that's how much I don't want this to happen. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, as Kingpin is just as perfect as RDJ as Iron Man. Like, yeah. there, I, I don't think there's anybody who could pull off Kingpin <clears throat> as well as Vincent D'Onofrio. Mm -hmm. has pulled off the character yeah I, you know like i there were some casting things for the netflix mcu adjacent things which now are canon um and vincent d'onofrio was such a master stroke yeah for kingpin like he's up there with loki for me like tom hiddleston being loki i don't i don't know how anybody could not be like 
I just, he's, he's just so good. Mm -hmm. Like he's just so good. And so it's like, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like that. That rubs me in the wrong way that nobody's talked to Vincent D'Onofrio yet. And that I just feel like they did the three Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And I feel like maybe, you know, this whole Madam Web thing is going to tank. We all know it's going to tank. It is. And so it's like, then bring over a couple of those girls, bring over the spider women, bring over the spider girls. and put them with Peter. Do something new that opens more characters up. I love Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I love Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. We've seen it. They've done it. They had closure. Move on. Yeah. No, I I, I agree with that. I I, I, I Sony Sony is just doing the we made a bunch of money, so this is yeah. uh, we want to we want to we We're want to milk this till we can't anymore. Yeah, they, they want to repeat uh, lightning in a bottle, right? And and yeah, the thing you is, is that. That you're not going to do that, right? Like mm-hmm. where Marvel excels is in their storytelling. Allow them to continue telling their stories. Where Peter's at right now, you don't have to bring back the other Spider Men. You can. Do do if, if Sony really wants to use the other uh the other Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire, mm-hmm. continue their stories. You can do that now that there's a multiverse. You could tell the story of how they got back to yeah. their universes. Like right. something happened, like uh in was it across the Spider-Verse or was it into the Spider-Verse? Into the Spider-Verse. Is that the new one? Yeah. Okay. That yeah. one, like where they go through, like you could tell that part of it. You could tell something like that. You don't necessarily have to bring them back for another one. You could have them do their own thing. Right. I just don't understand mm-hmm. why they couldn't do that. But whatever. I don't work for Sony. Thank goodness. And yep. I, yeah. My tacos are on the table that Sony's going to pull any string to make this happen because that's their big money makers. Like yeah. this is what we got. We got it. We got to do something we got to try to make money on the on this uh franchise and this ip that we have so i think they're gonna find a way to pull it off and it's gonna be marvel's job to tell a good story no yeah i mean (sighs) let's keep going though speaking of good storytelling yeah i just i feel like if they did it it would be such a disservice to tom holland because he has done such an amazing job oh yeah as peter parker and as spider-man and he's Mm -hmm. gone through so much hell he has gone through more hell than either one of the others yeah and so and i just feel like that they're doing my boy wrong and that's really what it is so but we will go on we will move on and talk about a possible netflix mcu animation crossover thing does that make sense Yeah. So let's talk about Marvel make Iron Fist cool. Maybe we'll (laughs) see. It's possible. (laughs) All right. Uh, Marvel Studios is rumored to be taking another chance on the character Iron Fist, who we first saw explored on the Netflix series that ran for two seasons in 2017 and 2018. And I watched both of them. I I actually really liked the show, so I'm probably the only person in America that did. But I did. Uh, At the end of the show's second season. Colleen Wing, uh, that's Jessica Henwick. She was, she's been in so much and she was amazing in it. Became the new Iron Fist and Danny Rand left New York to find Orson Randall, the man from whom Davos acquired the Iron Fist powers. Months later, it was shown that Danny had stolen two guns from Randall with which he could form Iron Fist. The plan is supposedly for the new story to put the spotlight on a female lead and there's been at least some talk of it being an animated adaption or adaptation. Mm. Adaptation. Adaptation. I'll go with adaptation. Uh, Talk is on the table. 
Would we like to see Iron Fist return? Um, Young Phil, what do you think? My tacos are on the table. Uh, I I, I want to see the continuation of the story. I want to see them fix it is, is really what it is. I, yeah. There, 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 there was a lot of um, kind of season two was better than season one, but it still wasn't like you know, oh, this is the Iron Fist that I want, right? Like, I'm, I'm fine with Danny Rand being a white dude. Just tell the story correctly. You know, that's that's main the main thing with that is, you know, if you're going to do Danny Rand, you know, like, like yeah, it, they, they just, they need to fix all the issues in the story that, that happened in the first two seasons. The end of season two was arguably the best part of that entire series because you start getting uh, uh, Daughters of the Dragon, you get Colleen Wing, she, she, she gets the powers of the Iron Fist, uh, it's she's definitely a character that I want to see explored more, and I and I think that that's you know that Marvel sees that as well. So, um, you mm-hmm. know, Colleen Wing was definitely the 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 character that people enjoyed from that show more than any. Right, and then right. Misty Misty as well. But you know, we finally got Misty with her art with her metal hand, and uh, they did Daughters of the Dragon like a like a like an homage to Daughters of the Dragon at the end of that first second. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, my tacos are on the table for this one too. I I think it's a way to like uh, connect it to. The- the Defenders Netflix, you know, version of the Marvel Universe, but also like move things forward and like, hey, let's cherry pick the best parts of this and just make sure we can move forward with it. Let's leave Danny Rand and whatever mistakes we made or Netflix made in the past and move forward from here. So I I definitely could see it. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. I, I agree. Like, I would love this. I think this is I out of all of the side characters, I guess, uh, it, I'm not going to say Daredevil because I feel like Daredevil in a league of its own but um of the mm-hmm. other three i have to say um i really loved colleen wing like she mm-hmm. to me i felt she was a well-developed character yeah and she had a lot to say so and, and i really feel like that's where they were going with it because i think if they'd had another season it would have been about colleen and how she was figuring out her iron fist powers which will be different than than danny's are all a little different right because everybody channels them a little bit differently mm-hmm. um uh, and um, and so I thought that was kind of cool that they would do that. And then they're bringing back like the old Invaders version of Iron Fist with the the guns. And I thought that was kind of cool too. So I think the third season or, or the bringing back Iron Fist, I think if they completed that art for those characters, mm-hmm. it would be a really good thing. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, cool. I just want to see them daredevil him and just, you know, let's put the mask on him and get an actual martial artist out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. Know? Well, and then with like what was it, Orson Randall? Mm-hmm. He actually wore like a almost like a do rag almost right back in the day. So, and I think they could do that with with Danny. So, my tacos are absolutely on the table for this. So, awesome. Yeah. All right. But you know, I'd really like to see some X. Oh, so would I, because ladies and gentlemen, in the X Men are back, bub news. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel Studios has reportedly set a release window for X-Men 97, the upcoming revival of the 90s cartoon X-Men, the Mm. animated series. Originally announced in November of 2021 and slated for the fall of 2023, uh, premiere on Disney Plus, the first season of the new series, which has already been greenlit for season two, was was pushed to 2024 with animated shows Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, formerly Spider-Man Freshman Year, and Black Panther's spinoff Eyes of Wakanda. Mm. The 10-episode X-Men 97 season 
Horizon 1 is first in the lineup and is set to release in spring, according to a new report. X-Men 97 will be available to stream on Disney Plus in mid to late March. Marvel Studios is yet to confirm the news. So, tacos on the table, guys. Is Kevin Feige the Easter Bunny and bringing us X-Men in the spring? Ha <laughs> ha! I'm barking, and I think it's uh, I think it's gonna happen. My tacos are very much on the table. My um, Easter bunny chocolate uh, Haas eggs, colored egg tacos are on the table. <laughs> give me some X Men. I don't care when they said it. I'd be like, yes, give me the X Men. But knowing that it's like two months away, yeah, yeah, it's close, let's man. Do this. We're, we're 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 needing it. I I want at least a trailer soon just to kind of get like a, uh, I, I want to see if the animation is updated at all or if it's still like in the style of the original. Right. I hope they updated it. Like I we watched the first two episodes again because I was like, I haven't seen this in forever, probably since 1997. Uh, and I was like, oh, let's watch it. We'll watch it. Yeah. You know, we've got plenty of time. Let's get into this. And we watched the first episode and I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> it's it's the frames. I was like, oh. the, the issue with the original series was the frame rate right all, all you have to do yeah. you can have the same animation but have a faster frame rate and it'll look a lot smoother and a lot better so. yeah it was just like i was like oh, okay i was like it'll be great like it'll a, be great if there's like a list you know how you can watch like clone wars and it's like only watch these episodes and it's fabulous i wonder <laughs> if there's an one for x-men the there probably smoothie. is like there's a huge like everyone if you if you start saying things like oh, i don't know about x-men 97 people get really upset like it's like a yeah so i think i definitely and i do know that it gets better i watched yeah. all of them when they came out but i like i haven't seen it in so long and husby didn't hadn't watched it and shadu hasn't watched it so i thought oh we'll watch it yeah because it's it's yeah it's it's, it's probably the, the most... first couple episodes right. is hard to watch They're it's probably the most watch. faithful show when it comes to a uh, comic book storyline right like so you oh get, yeah uh you, you it starts off with the uh um with jubilee the, i was gonna say with jubilee and the uh um and the sentinels wow. uh and then you get into like the morlock saga you get into mm-hmm. um you get into like a lot of the space stuff with uh um with the star jammers and everything like that the phoenix uh, saga uh yeah oh yeah they did all of the really long story arcs and mm-hmm. i feel like they uh that they really used those mm-hmm. well in the in that format because I feel like that those kind of yeah um, the Savage Land storylines story yeah uh, Age those of Apocalypse longer, yeah those have to be told in like serialized format because yeah. you can't tell everything that happens in that whole thing and it's like when do you start the Dark Phoenix saga because you got to start that early because she's got to go through that whole like corruption thing yeah and it's got to be subtle and you know so it's like there's a lot of stuff that you have to uh think about with that right. and so yeah i really like 97 because of that yeah which they did a lot of that in in that show like you you can see early on in the first season like signs of what storylines they're going to be doing late way later on but, I yeah. mean, you know like they, they were really good at setting up storylines early on because they knew where they were going what about yeah. when like morph dies and you're like whoa what they yeah. can kill characters in this is this is this the transformers movie yeah <laughs> and it was a big deal Killing because this crime and whatnot like they killed off morph and people were freaking out like like, oh my god, they yeah. morph, you know, like it was you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you killed morph, you bastards. Uh, 
Uh, so did everybody t- talk about the tacos here? My tacos. I don't know if I talked about my tacos, but my tacos are definitely on the table. Can, yeah, I did. Yeah, I had did. some Easter Bunny chocolate tacos. That's, that's right. Frey, I, your my tacos? tacos are on the table. Okay. All right. Well, that is it for rumors this week, guys. Uh, so it is now time to get into the next part of the show because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are now watching the download. <laughs> All right. We're back. We never left. <laughs> all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, check out the Distance Nerdington post for more news, all the trailers, reactions. Let us know what you're nerding out on. This week, we've got all kinds of trailers in there and all the fun stuff. Uh, anything that we talk about on the show, we pretty much will post links in there as well. Uh, so check that out. Interact with all the rest of the nerds uh, out in the nerd community uh, in the Distance Nerdington post. Uh, so, so, guys, is that a chimichanga in your pants or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> With a helmet on. With a helmet on. (laughs) Full helmet. Full helmet. You just helmet the entire way. Are we all helmeting this? Okay, this is getting even dirtier. Uh, Deadpool 3 has rap production. Ryan Reynolds shared a photo from the set on social media along with a note that reads The suit hides the blood, also sweat, but today, with Deadpool rapping, it's mostly tears. A giant and forever thanks to the cast and crew and our film who battled wind, rain, strikes, and. uh, Hugh Jackman, all under the stalwart leadership of Sean Levy. I gotta make a movie with my closest pals, and that doesn't happen very often. See ya on July 26th. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So we got a synopsis. We got a blood, sweat, and life held pockets opsis synopsis. Blood, sweat, and life held pockets opsis synopsis. <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> I don't think that counts. It's fine. I can double up on my you own. Can't it's fine. Do it I can take Yeah, stealing all the lines. I can do that. I know. I can I can I can do my own lines. It's fine. You get a pass this one time. <laughs> In the film, <laughs> after facing some professional setbacks while going through a midlife crisis, Wade Wilson decides to officially retire Deadpool, become a used car salesman. But when his friends, family, and the whole world are at stake, Deadpool decides to bring his katanas out of retirement. He recruits an unwilling and wary <laughs> I love that he recruits an unwilling and wary wolverine to not only fight for their survival but ultimately their legacy deadpool <laughs> okay deadpool 3 will be hitting theaters july 26th of 2024 it's not too far away i can't wait guys he's got oh, six yeah. months for post-production on this do you think that's you think that's enough time I, I think they were already doing post-production on this so i think yeah, i was gonna say with the strike i bet anything they filmed prior they were trying to get as ready as possible right I because think... the other part oh. departments didn't do that so they could work on it and so it's just that his writing and acting Mm, he couldn't do but his producing he could do just like james gunn could do all of that he just couldn't do any directing right right so i mean i'm sure sure they were editing a lot of things on the back end getting things like scenes yeah like ready to fit in because i mean you you have a script you have a storyboard you know where things are gonna go um they probably just hadn't finished principal yet uh so i mean for the most part you know you can put in like stand-in scenes and say this is what's going to happen here we haven't filmed this yet but do the rest of it and then everything else is done probably uh do some of the special effects so then that like some of that stuff is already done yeah you know and then now oh they yeah just, absolutely yeah they just finished principal so now they're probably just adding all that back in finishing this uh the the finishing the uh um the special effects and i'm sure like two months from now they'll be doing reshoots yeah oh, they yeah reshoots. okay all right i'm into it i like it you're excited i'm excited yeah we're all excited 
Uh, let's keep it going. There's a rumbling in the Thunderbolts casting. Another major casting change has hit Marvel's upcoming Thunderbolts movie due to scheduling conflicts. Emmy winning the Bear star A.O. Ederberry is no longer involved with the Thunderbolts, which she was cast in in a mystery role now. Geraldine Viswanathan, who is known for appearances in Blockers, hey, Blockers, and yeah. Miracle Workers, <laughs> is now set to replace Ediberry in the Thunderbolts role. Okay. Maybe okay. it wasn't a huge role, you know? It's a mystery role. Maybe it wasn't big, but I'm okay. Yeah, I mean... Or, yeah, or, I mean, it, it's hard to get upset about something that we didn't really know yeah. much about. Exactly. And it's not like we knew who she was playing, so it's like, all right, well, yeah. let's see what happens. Right. So, I mean, it, it'll be totally interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what, what's going on and who's who, the, who they're playing, you know? So. Mm. Yeah. But speaking of casting rumblings from Thunderbolts, a few days ago, it was reported that that Lewis Pullman was offered the role of the Sentry in Marvel Studios Thunderbolts. That has now been confirmed, and Pullman will replace Steve Yoon, who had to drop out of the project. Pullman is best known for uh, his film, or he was in Top Gun Maverick, uh, Bad Times at the El Royale, The Strangers, Spray at Night, and Lessons in Chemistry. He will I also need to watch that Lessons in Chemistry. Jackie, I know, me too. Jackie's uh, Jackie was watching it for a while. It's actually pretty good. Oh yeah, I really need to watch it. I. I really want to watch it. It looks cool. Brie, anyway, Brie, Larson, up. Brie Larson's up for a couple awards. I was saying Brie Larson's yeah. character was very dry but purposeful. So oh, yeah. imagine that. <laughs> he will also play the lead in the new adaption of Stephen King's Salem's Lot. Thunderbolts will be striking into theaters July twenty fifth. 2025. It's huh? going to be interesting oh. to see one how ripped this, this does this dude get to play Sentry. Yeah. Two, uh, he plays kind of nerdy dudes in most movies that he's in. Because yeah, even, even in Top Gun Maverick, his character was like very, very like you know, uh, safe Navy nerdy dude. Yeah. yeah, you know. So it's going to be interesting to see like you know you kind of put long hair on him and you know kind of put him in like more of a savage role and see how he he does that character. The thing about Sentry though is that Sentry has a lot of gravitas to like the way that he's written. So. Mm -hmm. I think that he can deliver the lines and have the gravity as the character because he's a character you kind of like when he talks you take him seriously oh I think mm -hmm. they're gonna lean into how nerdy he is with the whole um, mirror of Superman type thing yeah mm -hmm. and that's why they've chosen him like you have to think about Steven Yoon didn't look like he yeah. would be that type of person to play like you know I mean you see Sentry and you see how Buffy is and stuff and you're like oh god you really need like you have to have a like but if they're leaning more into the cerebral part of it I could absolutely see it <laughs> Remember his name in in Top Gun Maverick is he was just Bob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody has these cool nicknames like Maverick and Rooster, and he's just Bob. Bob. <laughs> By the way, um, Lewis Pullman is the son of Bill, Bill Pullman. Pullman. Yeah, you can totally tell. You can yeah. see it. Like I I at first when I saw the picture, I was like, "Is that Bill Pullman?" So maybe they'll do an Independence Day remake, and he can play the 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 um... like son. Yeah, or well, he had or a just daughter, a younger version but, of like, him. Yeah, or like a younger version or he could be the president then no no relation have a, like the same last name but no relation and they are related see how meta that would be yeah. whoa blowing my mind blowing <laughs> my mind you know what else will blow your mind in and in recent recasting hammers news <laughs> yep because they recast the hammer yep 
A new photo has leaked from the set of Marvel's Daredevil Born Again. And it confirms a major story arc for Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. Kingpin. I really liked that the Echo series took place in a skating thing, but I would have liked it better if it was a bowling alley, so somebody could have said something about Kingpin. Anyway. Um, <laughs> the joke the joke would have written itself. Yeah. Uh, the front page of a prop newspaper, the New York Criterion, uh, shows the story picks up with Fisk in the middle of running for mayor. The headline reads, Wilson Fisk campaign gains momentum heading into the polls. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, inspired by the Devil's Reign storyline for Marvel Comics, which was previously rumored, there is a synopsis on this. It's a born-again-opsis hammer-scheduling conflict synopsis. (laughs) Born-again-opsis hammer-scheduling conflict synopsis. Synopsis. Okay, so look at scheduling. The conflicts. Devil's Reign storyline explores the power dynamics between Kingpin and the vigilantes who stand up against him. The story revolves around the power struggle between Daredevil and Wilson Fisk. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Who becomes the mayor of New York City? Move over, Lex Luthor. It's Wilson Fisk time. Mm-hmm. In this art, Kingpin uses his newfound political influence to launch a crackdown on vigilantes. That's right. That's what I said. Crackdown on vigilantes. Making their activities illegal. I thought it was illegal to be a vigilante. It is illegal to be a vigilante. Okay. Uh, This leads to a fierce confrontation between Daredevil and Kingpin, with the latter using all his resources to hunt down and eliminate Daredevil and his allies. Goodbye, Karen. Expect (sighs) Daredevil to be fighting down a hallway again in early 2025. I was going to say, like, one of the big storylines in Batman is that it's illegal to be a vigilante so Gotham is trying to crack down on the Batman. Right, yeah, like but I'm I was like I'm pretty sure it's like illegal like all through the United States. <laughs> like in so, real life it is know. illegal to be a vigilante. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's already illegal. Yeah. But yeah, I just think, you know, maybe he's trying to PR it to where no, it's going to be illegal. These people are making it worse for you kind of thing. Well, more like they're so. he, they're probably going to enforce it. Like they probably don't enforce mm-hmm. it because they because the vigilantes help. So it's like, "Okay, well we're yeah. going to enforce this law." <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I just I I thought it was I was like, "Aren't they isn't that a thing already?" But whatever. <laughs> Hmm. What do you guys think? Absolutely, I, I, it's it makes sense just because it it follows the Devil's Reign storyline. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something that they're they're Daredevil has always been really good about following good storylines, you know, within the Daredevil uh, universe. Do you feel that it's easier to translate Daredevil stories from comic page to TV or film because the stories are so grounded? I think so. I I would say just Defender storylines in general are are mm-hmm. easier stories to add to adapt because they are more grounded grounded characters they're all street level characters they're easier to write into the mm-hmm. real so yeah plus no, the, I, I think so. the series have they have more literally more time to tell these stories than than the movies do right mm-hmm. so you know like how many we've seen kingpin what like twice three times now well this will be third i guess um but it's it's another way to like tell the st- I think he's going to be like the Thanos of I think it's street fourth. level. Yeah. It'll I'm be fourth. Daredevil will be fourth. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think he's going to be like the Thanos of street level stuff going on. Basically, uh, the Disney Plus shows, the new Disney Plus shows. I think it's going to be all Kingpin is is the big bad yeah. leading everything. So that makes that would be cool. That makes 
that a actually would be really cool. Especially if we're going to be getting a team up with Daredevil and Spider-Man, it makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense that, you know, they're teaming up to fight uh, Wilson Fisk. Mm-hmm. And, and especially with the way that they've, like, they've always made Vincent D'Onofrio kind of like strong, lumbering, and, and kind of like, just kind of powerful in, in the mm-hmm. way that he was portrayed. But then they like yeah. upped it up a notch when they did, uh, when they did him in, um, in, in no, in Hawkeye. Oh, in Hawkeye, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like he was literally like punching holes through concrete like it was nothing, you know? So it's like, you know, they they, they gave him like almost like that super strength that he has in the comics. Um, yeah, you know? yeah, they did. I, I wonder if that was part partially Vincent D'Onofrio though as well. Yeah, and then of course- He Echo, gets really into his, his roles. And, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And then of course Echo, uh, I mean, you know, I don't want to spoil things for people who haven't watched the show yet, but, um, you know, I'm just going to say quick spoiler, guys, so be, be ready on this, you know, pause it or fast forward if you- are uh are not trying to hear spoilers or just put your thing your fingers in your ears your and go la la la, 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 la la uh but kingpin gets shot in the face and then heals <laughs> Like it's nothing. If it took five months. Come on, five months. But he still got shot in the face and healed like it was nothing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe he's again. He's on that good kingpin TRT. He's got that testosterone <laughs> replacement therapy going on. Yeah, apparently, that makes that yeah. makes a lot of sense for uh, uh for kingpin. He, he must be friends with Joe Rogan or something because he's got that good TRT. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, I like I like yeah. me some Kingpin though. But you know, you know. By the way, what I like about how they're handling Kingpin is how they um, frame Kingpin. He look he always looks so huge. I don't know if they're doing special effects or something, but he always looks so big and like uh, uh, like he's taking up the screen mm-hmm. anytime they sh- they show him on screen. Yeah, and I well, love he's a how big guy. Vincent D'Onofrio is a big guy anyway. Right, but he has a presence that takes up a exactly. lot. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Like now Ray wanna... Stevenson in uh, in Ahsoka, how I would say that like, he took all, up all of the space in the room, like when he would walk in and stuff. Like I feel Ray like Ray Stevenson in anything he was in. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> he took up all this, but he had that presence. And I feel like Vincent D'Onofrio has that presence as Kingpin. And yeah. it's, it's interesting when you have an actor that can do it and take up all the room in the, in yeah. the scene. Yeah. And then in other things you'll see him in and he's like the smallest thing in there. Like, you yeah. know, so it's, it's, so nice to see him be able to be that biggest person in the room. Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. You th- you think- he's. I just looked it up. He's six four. You know, you mm-hmm. give him some shoes. Maybe he's six five, six six. I mean, that's not overly huge, but the way they shoot him and present him, mm-hmm. I definitely notice like how how big he they make him look. So. Yeah. I dig and that. they put him in a lot of lighter colors and white yeah, yeah or they put yeah. him all in one color and that can also make things seem it's like a optical illusion but it makes everything seem a little bit bigger mm-hmm. to where like when you're just wearing one color you kind of either blend into the background or you stand the hell out right. and so yeah. in a way that I would say that that's it's definitely framing the shots well so that would be like the director and, and DP's jobs and yeah, stuff yeah. and so I think that's great and i think the editing probably helps too you don't see him in in scenes with a lot of like it's not him and like five people it's him and one other person that person tends to be standing in front of him Mm -hmm. so it makes him look like he's bigger so there are tricks that they do but yeah it looks really good yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay let's keep it going in big studios cashing in news kate mckinnon from snl ghostbusters and barbie and jemaine clement from flight of the concords have joined the impressive ensemble cast of Warner Brothers Minecraft. 
I know, right? Don't let me I get can't this. say anything bad because I can't say anything thought good. Barbie was going to be bad. I know. And it turned out to be amazing. So I'm like, hmm, I'm cautiously okay. optimistic about this. So well, the Minecraft is... Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So the movie is being directed by Jared Hess from Napoleon Dynamite, and the rest of the cast include Jason Momoa, Jack Black, Danielle Brooks, Emma Myers, Sebastian Eugene Hansen, as well as Jennifer Coolidge, who I love. She's funny. Love There's no current details to share regarding the story. The movie will be shot in New Zealand, and it's looking like the film will be released in 2025. I know nothing about Minecraft. How do you make a Minecraft movie? I, I don't, I don't get it because Minecraft has a storyline now. Like they 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 they've added a storyline to it. Um, but like, how do you make a movie about block characters that? build stuff yeah i I don't i don't know i don't know how they're gonna because i'm like i was like what the heck i don't get this like it's a freaking game about like digging into the earth to make stuff and then like making blocks of things and i I don't know i don't know it seems like they're just trying to cash in on like oh video games well uh minecraft is a major video game let's make a movie about that well mario did do well but mario was animated And this is obviously not animated because they're filming in New Zealand. Yeah. 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 Unless they're just being really nice to everybody. Yeah. Hey, we just want to give you guys all a vacation while you're doing the the, the voice acting. Yeah. We need you all in one place. Here's an all paid expense vacation to New Zealand. Uh, Sorry. But Jemaine Clement, Kate McKinnon, Jack Black, Jason Momoa. I I mean, that's a lot of funny power. Like, not just star power. That's good comedic star power. Yeah. Yeah. Over the top. Good comedy. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I mean, it's being directed really by Jordan is. Hess, you know, I mean, or Jared Hess, you know, I mean, he did Napoleon Dynamite, yeah. you know, so yeah. I mean, it's it's just going to be, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what they do. It's going to be an out there wacky kind of movie. Definitely. All right. All right. Let's you know keep what's it going. Not, what's the opposite of Minecraft? Breacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In strong, silent type news without glasses, it's been revealed <laughs> that Reacher season three will be based on Lee Child's book, Persuader, which is the seventh novel in the Jack Reacher series. It was also confirmed that Maria Sten will return for the third season and she will will reprise the role of Frances Neagley alongside alongside Alan Rickson. I like Neagley. That's good. Neely. Neely. Sorry. Uh, in the story for season three, Reacher goes undercover to rescue an informant held by a haunting foe from his past. I think that's every season. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's yeah. been what it's been. Starting uh, to see a pattern here, buddy. Hmm, I think these books might have a pattern. All right. <laughs> and doesn't talk much, Opsis, but takes out lots of bad dude synopsis. Doesn't talk much opsis, but takes out lots of bad dude synopsis. Synopsis. Jack Reacher lives for the moment, without a home, without commitment, and with a burning desire to right wrongs and rewrite his own agonizing past. DEA Susan Duffy is living for the future, knowing that she has made a terrible mistake by putting one of her own female agents into a death trap within a heavily guarded Maine mansion. Maine. Hmm. Nothing good happens in Maine. Except for lobster. Yeah. Oh yeah, lobster is delicious. Sorry. <laughs> I think they have I think they have good clam chowder too. Uh staging Ooh. a brilliant ruse, Reacher hurdles into the dark heart of a vast criminal imp- enterprise. Not not the ship. Trying to rescue an agent whose time is running out. 
Reacher enters a crime lord's waterfront fortress. Ooh, waterfront fortress. That sounds really relaxing. There he will find a world of secrecy and violence and confront some unfinished business from his own past. The third season of Reacher is currently shooting in Toronto, expecting to shoot back on to Amazon Prime in late 2024 or early 2025. I love me some Reacher. It's one of my favorite it's shows. It's such a good show. It yeah. really is. It is consistently bloody and just he gets naked. I mean, it's great. <laughs> Jack Reacher ticks will all be, the boxes. Jack Reacher will be shooting arrows at people uh, in another movie. <laughs> <Right. laughs> but I liked how they brought in like his. Um, old military ops unit yeah you know, that was, i that thought was that was a cool, cool. Thing. Yeah. that was a nice like flashback scenes for for each of them yeah because that's totally how mps work <laughs> that's what eugene says he says that that's exactly of course he does because he's an mp mps are exactly he wants, he wants so. them, he wants people to think that they're cool i believe him i think he's the jack reacher of this of our little universe no he's uh, not i think I, he, I think he's a spy he may be a spy he i may think be he's a spy. a spy well you know in, in the real world snitches get stitches so there you go mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, and like, bitches get slapped. Exactly what? right <laughs> on the butthole. Okay. Um, in Women of Dragons and Tomorrow news. Oh, because that sounds fun, right? It's been confirmed that James Gunn has officially cast House of Dragons star Millie Alcock as Supergirl in the new DC Cinematic Universe. Deadline explains that Supergirl will appear in a DC-based project before her big solo feature, Supergirl, Women of Tomorrow. Tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, that other project could very well be Superman Legacy, but it's not confirmed. Gunn said of the casting on social media, Millie is a fantastically talented young actor, and I'm incredibly excited about her being a part of the DCU. Yes, I first became aware of her in House of Dragon, but I was blown away by her varied auditions and screen tests for Supergirl. She embodies Kara as envisioned by Tom King and Anna Naguara. Superman Legacy will fly into theaters July 11th, 2025. Uh, So what do you guys think about this? Uh, Did you guys watch House of Dragons? Of Um, course I did. I'm not reading, currently listening to Fire and Blood on audiobook. (laughs) I am not currently uh, enmeshed in uh, The Dance of the Dragons. Oh, there we go. No, I'm I'm asking. I don't know how it ends. (laughs) <laughs> I know, right? No, I'm 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 actually asking more uh if you guys got a chance to see Millie Alcock uh as you mm-hmm. know in her performance. I really liked yeah. her in in Game of Thrones House of Dragons. I was actually kind of upset when they did the time jump yeah. in in the show yeah. because I was like I really like her. I liked her portrayal yeah. a lot better than uh than the older version. Yeah, exactly. I, I wanted just, I wanted more. I feel more like of her. she didn't have a lot to do in that first season. This next season, she's going to have a shit ton to do. So, well, the I yeah, the character. Well, no, yeah, not not Millie. I'm glad Millie's doing something. I really liked her in House of the Dragon. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I've read the Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow series. We've I've mentioned that before. I don't like being that person. Uh, and the way that Millie Alcott acts and how she was in House of the Dragon and how she was really conflicted and you could see it and stuff. A lot of that will work in her favor for the Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Yeah. I. It, 
it's I think she's a really good Supergirl for this tone of Supergirl. Mm -hmm. I think if it were the more, you know, I'm a girl and I can do everything a boy can. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that she wouldn't be very good. But I think in this iteration and for this storyline, I think she's going to be fantastic. Awesome. Yep. Yep. And I think they're looking to have her kind of grow and mature and, and so they can show the the growth of Supergirl. Like, I don't think they're hiring her for, you know, just a couple couple roles, like a couple films. Yeah. I think this is long term casting. Well, so the way that the the woman of tomorrow happens uh, in the very beginning, Supergirl's turning 21. And she goes to a planet that has a red sun so that she can get drunk. Wow. For mm -hmm. her 21st birthday. And she has Crypto and Comet with her. So I don't know if they're going to go exactly the same thing, but I really hope they leave that in there because I would love to see something that. Because that's yeah. that's the type of Supergirl that Millie Alcock can do a good job on. You know, like that kind of, I have to go somewhere so that I can actually be a normal teenager. Right. And, and I think that that are a normal, you know, young adult. And so that's what came into my mind first when I first heard about Millie. Yeah being Supergirl, I was like, oh, that, they, I hope they keep that uh, going to a bar. <laughs> yeah. Planet and, with the red sun. And she's so in the right she age range. Drunk. She's in the right age range. I think Millie Alcock's, yeah. what, 22? Yeah, I think she's like right around there. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, perfect time. I think that if the, when, if she is in Superman Legacy, which I'm pretty sure she will be, I don't think it's going to be like, oh, she just got here. I think this is a, they, they're going to establish that all of these heroes have been around for a while right. and that the yeah. Supergirl is not a origin story. It's a story in the middle of her story, um, I think is is really great. Uh, so I like that that's what they're doing. They're not doing the origin stories because unlike Marvel, everybody pretty much knows who these characters are. Right. They've been premier characters for a long time. Right. So. Yep. Especially like when it comes Thanks. to like animation, like everybody grew up mm -hmm. at some point with, you know, the these Super characters. Friends. Well, like at, at some point, you know, Gen X had had an iteration that was, uh, mm -hmm. you know, their childhood, obviously, um, not so much baby boomers, but I mean, like, you know, in between boomer Gen X, they had. Well, baby boomers had like um, the had serials, serials before yeah. TV shows and then like the Batman uh, in the 60s and like the Wonder Woman in the 70s. Right. There were like DC characters. There have been DC characters on a screen, I want to say since the 1930s. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Superman and the Batman serials yeah. were on the 30s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there was the TV show, uh, the Superman TV show, and they had, mm -hmm. um, like, there was a Wonder Woman thing, I want to say. But there, there's always been something. DC was really good about getting out there. Right. And so I think that showing origin stories is, is not the way to go right. with DC. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Awesome. Yay. All right. Let's keep going. <laughs> we, got a, we got a few more stories. <clears throat> um, what if it wasn't game over, man? Game over. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> Marvel Comics has announced that James Cameron's classic 1987 sci-fi action movie Aliens is getting a What If comic series titled Imagine This, Aliens What If? <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is what happens when, uh, when, when Disney buys out a whole bunch of properties and is like, well, we own Marvel and now we own Aliens. Do some Aliens comics. Let's just, what if everything? Yeah. All right. Uh, I do have a, what if they mostly ops is pot out at night, mostly synopsis. Yeah, I got to do this in two different ways here. Okay. So yep. good luck with it. <sighs> what if they pod? Mostly. 
Synopsis. Synopsis. The comic will tell the story that follows the character Carter Burke. Had he survived the events of the film, it explained that the saga will further explore the nature of the man who infamously betrayed Ripley and the lengths he's willing to go to get his hands on the deadliest species in the galaxy. The five-issue comic series asked the question, what if... Carter Burke has lived or had lived. It was also announced that Paul Reiser, the actor who played the villain, joins his son Leon and the star-studded team of writers and producers Adam F. Goldberg from the Goldbergs. Brian Volkwise. Who's going to be on the show at the end of this month, next month? In wow. one month. Well, in one month from now. Talk to him about mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. From the Toys That Made Us. And Hans Rodanoff uh, from Damage Control for this pulse-pounding journey back to Hadley's Hope and the twisted escape of a man who should have died the first issue of aliens what if will be published march 6th i think this is kind of interesting we can literally ask brian about this because it's he'll he'll be on like days before this before this launches yeah 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 and like what might be why he wanted to come on right then no uh he he booked it because that's that was the earliest date that he could that that he could do for us oh (laughs) he's probably still writing the comic yeah our, (laughs) our, our our show at the time when he booked we were already booked out like three months so kind of interesting uh, like look how many people are kind of producing or writing but there's a ton yeah. Paul Reiser his son you know Adam F Goldberg Brian Volkweis that and Hans Rodionoff yeah I people. mean Paul Reiser is a writer like he yeah. he wrote a lot of uh what was that thing that he the tv show he was in Mad for you yes uh, yeah. Mad, Mad about, about you, you. Mad that's about it yeah Mad about Adam you. F Goldberg is like everything that you've ever cared about he's written <laughs> anything <laughs> yeah. retro. same with yeah. Brian Volkweis anything retro yeah it's interesting. I like that they're doing something new with the Aliens comics because you can really only do Aliens comics for so long <laughs> without introducing something new because uh, mm-hmm. they kind of do one thing. Yeah, they, they just, just want to take you know, over. kill everything. And yep, yep, something to catch them, something to um, jump into when it comes out. Cool. Who does Aliens? Like what? What uh, studio? What? Com- yeah, what studio? It was it was Fox and uh, it was Fox. Yeah, and when Disney uh, bought out Fox. Fox, they they now own. They got the, yeah, they now uh, own Alien. I just couldn't remember like who did that. Mm-hmm. Weird. Hmm. And you know, and it's what is it? Dark Horse is doing the comic. Uh, Marvel. Is actually Marvel. Doing it. Marvel. Yeah. Oh wow, because all isn't hasn't Dark Horse done all the Alien yeah. comics before? Dark Horse has done them all. Same thing with like Dark Horse used to do Star Wars too. Um, well, I mean, uh-huh. technically Marvel started off, but then for the longest time, yeah. Dark Horse did their comics, and then when Disney bought uh bought all that stuff, all the studios, all the different studios, they started. Doing, all the rights uh, yeah they started doing uh um star wars with marvel again so i mean like it's it's mainly just because now that they own the rights it's like okay well we can just have marvel do it. okay well yeah i mean it's in-house it's probably cheaper so right. um you know after all of this i really just want to take a vacation but so not just not just like a normal vacation not any i want to go to a themed vacation mm. do you hear what i'm talking about here people oh i do I hear you yeah it's a me mario with the new mario land oh! It's not cultural appropriation. <laughs> it's at me, all. Mario. <laughs> it's me, Peaches, with the new Peaches land. Oh, Peaches, 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 Peaches. <laughs> 
<laughs> with one of the biggest theme park expansions in Orlando since the early 2000s, Universal's Epic Universe, a brand new theme park, is coming to Universal Orlando Resort. Boom. The new land's coming to Epic Universe. Really? That's the name? They did it. Epic Universe? Whatever. Yeah. Which include will include Celestial Park, Super Nintendo World, The Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Ministry of Magic, How to Train Your Dragon, Isle of Burke, and Dark Universe. Is Boom. that right? Or is it Isle of Burke, Dark Universe? I don't know. No, Isle of Burke. And then so Dark that... Universe is separate. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, that makes a lot more sense because I was like, I didn't, huh? It's, it's I Celestial. I mean, How to Train Your Dragon got really dark if, yeah. after the I know, right? Uh, is Celestial Park... Uh, Trolls? No, Celestial Park is just kind of the intro land. It, imagine if we were going to compare it to Disneyland, this is going to be like Downtown. Main Street. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Main Street USA. Yeah. Okay. Main okay. Street and um, uh, kind of the castle area. So it's okay. the hub of the hub and spoke. They, the they okay. missed opportunity in not making a uh, Trolls land. You never know. I mean, could be coming. Could yeah. be coming. Because, you know, you could like they could have like a, a store where you could get a wig or you could get your hair to like have somebody do your hair like a troll that would be so cool well the, the reason i bring that up is because one you could have like a bunch of concerts there within mm -hmm. the theme of trolls especially mm -hmm. like after world tour and then uh yeah and then just have like you know almost almost how avengers uh uh avengers uh plaza is mm. I Avengers haven't been, campus. so I don't Avengers know. Avengers Campus. Yeah, like like you do a Trolls thing where it's like it's music themed and you have all the trolls and uh, yeah. James's kids would pay for every single uh, dollar, which means James is paying for every single thing that's in that exactly. land. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Avengers Campus, uh, I'm going to be missing out um, in a, a week or two or three weeks. I'll be I'll be missing a show because I may or may not be at Avengers Campus. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Let's keep going. Universal Orlando already has two existing theme parks, Isles of Adventure and Universal Studios Florida, plus their own water park, Volcano Bay. That doesn't sound like a water park. Universal counts Volcano Bay as a third theme park by making the additional addition of Epic Universe as a full four theme park. That's hard to say. Epic Universe will feature more than 50 new attractions, entertainment, dining, and shopping experiences. I would like my shopping experience experiences to be just as exciting as the attractions by the way. Mm -hmm. Epic Universe will be located a couple of miles southeast of the cluster of Universal Orlando's current attractions. Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, Volcano Bay Water Park, poorly named, and Universal City Walk, <laughs> an entertainment and shopping district. Mm -hmm. You know what? That's I've like been to the City Walk in LA and it's actually pretty fucking cool. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I I, well, I do a, enjoy the shopping. It's, it's the a one, staple in Studio City. Yeah, it really is. It, the I've one in Orlando, it. the um, mm -hmm. City Walk in Orlando is like twice the size of the one in California. But do they have the gorilla? The gorilla? Do they have like the King Kong thing in it? I don't think so. That was I've like the been thing there that I loved the most was that they had like just this like Kong thing just hanging out yep. in a store, like, you know, off a store. And I was just like, that's so cool. Anyway, there's more. Epic Universe will also feature a brand new hotel inside the park at the end of Celestial Park called the Universal Helios Grand Hotel. Boom. Hey, is, is that like the Grand Californian? Probably. Or the <laughs> Grand Floridian? 
Yes, where the okay. park is like right. connected, the hotel connects yeah. to the park. You can just like walk yeah. out of the hotel and you're right in the park. They're yeah. just like, hey, how many more ideas can we steal from Disney? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it ain't broke. Uh, yeah. Two other hotels, Universal's Terra Luna Resort. Ooh, that sounds nice. And Universal's Stella Nova Resort. That sounds like something that aliens would, but aliens from space, like aliens, yeah. aliens would stay in. So. Uh, we'll bring the total up to three brand new hotels built for Epic Universe. They're, yeah, they're going. This is huge. Yeah. Five lands, three hotels. That's nuts. Yeah. Okay. And so then they have an official opening date for two of the three hotels. The Universal Stella Nova Resort will open on January 21st, 2025. And the Universal Terra Luna Resort will open February 25th, 2025. And then the Epic Universe is going to open in the summer of 2025. Uh, so they're putting it up quick. Uh, yeah. So guys, just, uh, you know, just be ready for... Uh, a whole bunch of lands that have no safety checks. <laughs> yeah. Right. I bet they're not oh, going to have and also, everything ready. Um, Kitten Heels DeSantis, uh, <laughs> be prepared for him to get his grubby little hands in well, it. Well, he's, he's, he's probably going to start a fight with them the way he started a fight with Disney. Oh, I, I think he might have <laughs> learned his lesson on that. <laughs> He don't. He he don't care. He don't care. All right. Let's yeah. let's let's not linger on uh <laughs> on kitten on on failed pre the, the failed presidential candidate. <laughs> yeah. Universal Studios is over. Like yeah. Go go fight with Disney. We're gonna be over here building like five different lands and yeah. theme parks and whatnot. So yeah. This yeah. is actually pretty cool. What I think is fun about this is yes, there's Super Nintendo World, which is gonna be bigger than the one here in California. There's a Super it's Nintendo World in California. Yeah. yeah the, um, I have Universal not Studios. been to Universal in forever, yeah. so that's probably yeah. why. Um, and then the this is like a, this Ministry of Magic for the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is supposed to be completely new. So it's not just Diagon Alley like at the current two Universal Parks. It's a whole new piece. Like they build the entire castle. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Really and then, um, you know, How to Train Your Dragon. I get it. It's for the kids. There's so much IP. Like How to Train Your Dragons has like four or five movies plus like two different TV shows. And, and they're, and they're doing a lot of action movie. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So there's tons of stuff coming. But I find this interesting. Dark Universe. Yeah. This is all about Universal Monsters. See, that would be so cool. I feel like that's something that Universal Studios has been missing because like uh, yeah the whole Jaws thing but that's so done and the Jurassic Park thing that they had there a few years ago that was so mm -hmm. lame so I really would like something that that people could go to for Halloween or the people who love who want to do Halloween all year I think that's great so that is the, is the thing that I'm like the most like oh this is kind of cool yeah but also keep in mind this is uh the dark universe thing that they're doing is it's because they're are trying to relaunch all the the uh, Universal monsters. Mm -hmm. uh, like this is this is probably going to be newer versions of the characters and not like the traditional classic yeah. ones. Yeah. So you know, Gravy was telling me that the and and I knew about it, but that the Abigail movie that's supposed to be Dracula's daughter. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, crap, that's like a deep cut, and not a lot of people know about that. But it she was a Universal monster. Like she was, you know. So I I mean, okay. I just thought it was odd to have her hmm. there. But uh, all I care about is Alucard. I don't care about Abigail. So give me more Alucard. <laughs> 
All right. That's cool. I'm I'm interesting. I'm interested to see what happens with this, with the Universal's epic fail at naming epic universe. So yeah. that'll be fun. But in double but up news. It's time you do that so Preparing the Krabby Patty. All right. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to use that soundbite? Forever. The last time we <laughs> talked about uh, 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 talked about like like a new burger and all that stuff, I was like, oh my god, I got to use the the SpongeBob uh, uh, the SpongeBob Krabby Patty like announcement uh, video sound. Oh right? my god, I'm happy we made your happy birthday. That was your yeah, happy. That was birthday my happy birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In double bada bop bada pop pop news, sometimes you're craving a Big Mac and sometimes you're craving a Big Mac times two. Dreams do come true. The double Big Mac is back on the McDonald's menu beginning January 24th for the first time in four years. Bring it on. In addition, the classic Big Mac sauce, slice of American cheese, lettuce, pickles, and chopped onions. This burger contains a whopping four beef burger patty. Jesus. Twice the double patty found in regular Big Macs. I do have a four all beef patty special sauce, opsis, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun synopsis. Four all beef <laughs> patty special sauce, opsis, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun synopsis. Synopsis. I think that was your best one yet. There you go. I haven't heard bigger, that in so long. <laughs> bigger than the Big Mac and now saucier than ever. The McDonald's Double Big Mac is made with four 100% pure all beef patties and topped with finely diced grilled sizzled onions, perfectly melted cheese pickles, pickles. crisp shredded <laughs> lettuce, and more Big Mac sauce sandwiched between a soft pillowy sesame seed bun. It contains no artificial flavors, preservatives, or added colors from artificial sources our pickles contain an artificial preservative so skip it if you like unless your name is young phil go out and get that double big mac right now uh, yeah now just add bacon to it and it's perfect oh my holy crap oh my that is so much food i don't even think i could eat like half of that i actually think i might be able to eat one of the patties and that's it oh man uh darren said double big mac too bad i'm a vegan Right. <laughs> I, if we, let's go have lunch with with Darren, I'll just give him the middle bun. I'm like, there you go. You can have that. I'll eat the rest of it. I don't. I don't know because I think the bun actually has milk in it. So yeah, that's oh. true. Yeah, I can't have it. Mm, don't spoil the, the dreams, buddy. <laughs> Trying to have lunch with Darren right now, and you're ruining it with your milk buns. Milk buns. Oh my god. But we did talk about it. And then you it said it is fun. a new story. Officially, young Phil has to go try this. Oh, oh no. god. With the pickles. I'm not eating it with the pickles. Come on, eat it with the you pickles. You don't have to have the pickles. They'll take them off. No, I'm not gonna eat it with the because then I'm not gonna eat the whole I'm not gonna eat it at all. What's the whole just, point of I've... the bit if you're not gonna eat the pickles? You gotta eat the pickles. Eat the pickles. <laughs> I feel like this is what gay couples say. Exactly. Eat We're the like pickle. Put the pickle right in your mouth. Here. Eat the pickle. Put the pickle in your Eat mouth. Eat the pickle. 
Just, just, just put it in your mouth. Put the pickle in your mouth because you know that's what you want. <laughs> exactly. You want the pickles. You like the pickles. And the pickles. And then it comes out the same. And the pickles. And the pickles. I'm the top. You're the bottom. Eat the pickles. You know what I'm saying? God. All right. Are you, nobody's interested in this but me. I'm excited. No, you we'll, do understand that my caloric intake has like like severely gone down. That like, burger alone. That would kill me. That burger alone is probably twice your caloric intake right now. That burger alone is probably four times my caloric intake yeah. right now. That's like a 6,000 yeah. calorie thing right I, there. I looked you it up that. and it said it was like 750 calories. That's a lot. Whatever. There's no way. There's no way. Because a, a ultimate cheeseburger, which is what? Maybe four slices of cheese and two, and, and, and two uh, burgers, right? Two burgers, four slices of cheese. That's like almost 1,000 calories. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no way. There's no way a Big Mac with four patties is only 700 like the, calories. I don't like the anger that you're throwing at me. <laughs> and you mean ruining, logic? Ruining exactly. My, it's um, the logic. Double Big Macness. I'm, I'm just I'm saying up. that it would be a lot. Like I can't. We, one of my favorite okay. burger joints is Fat Guys, mm -hmm. and they stuff their burgers with cheese. Like they they'll stuff it with whatever. Like you know they've yeah. got. Mm. And I like me some five guys. I, it's called the fat and juicy. I can't even eat one of those anymore. I have to get the kitty burger. Do you know how sad that is? <laughs> that you have to get Do you know how burger. sad I am about that? The freaking blue cheese in the middle of a burger is heaven. And I can't, I can't eat it anymore. I'll, it's I'll eat the much. other half. You eat half. I'll eat the other half. How about that? According <laughs> to the McDonald's Canada website, the double Big Mac clocks in at 700 and 40 calories. I don't know if the calories are the same in Canada. They're not. I don't know why we're quoting Canada's. Yeah, why are Canada's you? Canada's That's very side. suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, why are you Why are you quoting Canadian things? You know, they, uh, they're they on the metric nobody, system. Yeah. Nobody quotes Canada. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, not if we're talking about calories in America. Oh, sorry. Maybe there's no... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> calories in poutine or something. The burger also contains 44 grams of fat, including 16 grams of saturated fat, which 38 grams of protein and 48 grams of carbohydrates. See? Yeah, no. That's how, it's that they should rename it and call it the Widowmaker. Yeah. Borderline healthy. How, right. how many? <laughs> How many grams of carbs? Uh, 44. Wow. 48 grams oh, 48. of carbs. 48. How much like salt is in that? Cut it. Oh, God. What's no. the sodium Let's content? Even do this. No. <laughs> I don't know why I'm looking this up. This is going against my. <laughs> My point here and excitement. Deep dive into the double big bag. <laughs> you guys are ruining my excitement. Are we harshing your calm? Yeah. Uh, hold on. The. <laughs> All right, fine. The double Big Mac has a whopping 1,020 milligrams of sodium. The Food and Drug Administration says people should get no more than 2,300 milligrams per day. See, come on. It's just one meal. You can have salad for breakfast. You can have salad for lunch and still take down this double Big Mac and be solid. So I don't think I could physically eat that burger. That's so what I'm saying. I, I just looked I it up on McDonald's official website. Wait, right? you don't like Canada? What's no, wrong with Canada? Not the, not the <laughs> Canadian. So it is only 780 calories. See? Uh, thank you, Canada. That's still a lot. Uh, 
40 grams of protein, which is intense. Didn't we just cover all this? Yeah. Uh, but no, the sodium on their website, you said what, it was 1,100? Uh, 1,020 milligrams of sodium. Yeah, no. Uh, listed on their website, it's 1,390 milligrams of sodium. It's almost 1,400 grams of sodium. They probably took out the pickles. <laughs> That's like a whole freaking salt shaker right there. Yeah, it is. That's a lot. I say if so... you want to eat eat a double Big Mac, a.k.a. the Widowmaker, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Young do, Phil, do, you got to do it. Do, do and, you do. and Frey, you can have the pickles because he doesn't <laughs> eat the pickles and you, that's all you can eat is the pickles. I, I, I will you send know, them Husby to you. actually, anytime he gets a pickle with his uh, whatever food, like, Meal, you know, we yeah. go to, yeah, uh, like sandwich places or whatever, mm -hmm. he always gives me his pickle and I'm like, yay. I do the same thing for Jenny. I'm just like, oh, here you go. You can have and pickle. then he makes a really, really um, inappropriate comment about hey about do you want do you want my pickle and then <laughs> i say yeah i'll take it and he goes okay do you want the this one too and he waves the other pickle around and yeah like every time it's a bit i got, I got, got a pickle jokes. for you <laughs> <laughs> That's that's like a typical husband joke right there. Is like I got a pickle yeah. for you. Right? Yeah. No. It's, that's that's our. That's why you guys should always be always be on my side if I'm ever giving him crap because he mm -hmm. he dishes it out just as much as he can take it. So. Well, we got pickles, and we also we got <laughs> merch, people. We got merch, people. <laughs> Hat is $35 for one hat or 30 if you're going to buy multiple hats from multiple multiverses. Yeah. Hopefully they're all galaxy gray. Uh, multiverse gray? I don't know. If you want gray multiple hats, goes, then you will pre-purchase the hats. everything in every universe. And we'll yes. make another. Next time we make a run, you'll have a hat. There you go. There you go. Uh, and if you don't want a hat, um, we also got shirts. So just DM us at Distance Learning on Instagram. Let us know which shirt you want. We got two different shirts. We got the black shirt with the logo. We got the gray shirt with the characters. Come on. Look at They're so cute. You know, I you really, them. really like that gray shirt. I might have to uh, get one of those from you. It's guys. super cute. Maybe, maybe we'll send yours to Boise. Um, maybe. So all you got to do is DM us at distance learning on Instagram. Let us know what size you're looking for, how many you're looking for. They're 20 bucks each or 25. If we got to ship it to you, you get a little pack of stickers with you. You might get a shout out on on the show and if you want even more merch lucharillas.com lucharillas baby the distance nerdarilla <laughs> is amazing i'm gonna pop that in the chat you can go check it out distance nerdarilla on lucharillas.com you can get the uh distance nerdarilla on a shirt get it on a bump box get it on a memory card get it on maybe a tumbler soon we'll have to check in with eric shout out to eric in the chat so yeah. cool i love me a distance nerdarilla Stanley cut the Stanley cut craze. I mean, yeah, you, you should cash in on that. That's what tumblers. I'm talking about. Yeah, I would totally get one. I love my Kyber cable and I use it every day. There you go. Boom. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's talk some schedules. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, our schedule on Mondays game streams. We are officially done with all the games that we've been playing. So I finished Call of Duty on Monday. Uh, last week, we finished uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. And the week before that, we finished uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. 
27. So as of right now, we are basically coasting until uh, the end of February when uh, uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League comes out. Have you seen those trailers? Those are so cute. Oh, so good. So good. I, I can't believe wait. they got King Shark to play Harley Quinn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ron Funches. Uh, it's so funny. Ron Funches. Uh, so from there, what we're going to be doing is uh, uh, I've got two games that I can potentially play. I'm probably going to put them in uh, both the Nerdington posts and on Instagram to see uh, where, where the votes go. But as of right now, uh, RoboCop Rogue City is uh, one that's on the table. And then, of course, uh also uh shadows of mordor so middle earth shadows of mordor uh, oh my god no is... that's the game that like you have to kill like one specific guy or he will kill you because he gets so like powerful op yes yeah Husby played that and could yeah. not he was just the like the nemesis engine is so hard yeah the nemesis engine is so hard yeah and 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 like I, I where i screwed up the first time i played it was uh i i went to go fight one dude who wasn't like super strong and then like five other guys uh joined in on the battle and i like just got wrecked after a while and you got then, jumped you got jumped yeah it's a super hard game it's, it's it really, really hard is game. it's a good storyline though whoever like finished that game like i respect you i hella respect you yeah. <laughs> and I, then uh, i don't know how you did it dude once i get done well, i'm gonna make it worse once i get done with uh shadow of war uh, Shadow of Mordor will play Shadow of War, which is like, you know, that game on steroids. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so that's the thing is, Hesby wanted to play Shadow of War, but he didn't want to play it without playing Shadow of Mordor. And so he got Shadow of Mordor and he was like, fuck this game. I'm so frustrated. Fuck it all. And then, so he I think you may have Shadow heard him play the game. Yeah, you no, we've heard, no, him, we've yeah, heard him. Yeah, he it. does play, but that that's usually Apex. So. <laughs> All right. Download. No no scheduling changes with, with your birthday coming around? Uh, No, because my birthday's on a Saturday, so we're going to still right. do our regular shows. Uh, so on the 6th, I'm, I'm going to try to be here, but it's a birthday. Um, it's Shadu's birthday. And so he and he Where wants to he? have dinner with everyone. He's he's with his dad. He's hanging I with will, his dad. That's so sweet. I will totally have dinner with Shadu. Is that <laughs> okay. what he wants for his birthday? Yeah. Yeah. He's having everybody have dinner on Aww, his actual birthday. Shadu. And so, so I, I think will, it's at 7 that. here. I will should do that. So, so 830. I don't know if 8 30 but i i will try to be on i may be late if not okay. i'll let you guys know oh, yeah. closer. no worries no worries yeah. no worries uh so guys yeah mondays 8 to 12 for the game streams tuesdays the download from 6 30 to 8 30 uh sorry again we we ran a little bit late or started a little bit late today um and then thursdays uh the build from 6 to 8 uh where i build lego on stream while we talk with uh fun guests and uh and 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 have a whole bunch of nerdy conversations this week's guest tim's jack from um poe noir oh okay yeah so oh, the idea cool. is uh basically he takes uh edgar Allan poe uh and is like he, t he turns famous edgar Allan poe books into uh film noir and then writes them as comics Oh, that's, that's cool. Fun. It's pretty yeah, that's cool. Neat. Yeah, it's a really cool concept. Uh, found them at LA Comic Con and was like, okay, we need to have you on the show. This is awesome. That's yeah, cool. no, that's a great concept. I mean, everybody loves little Edgar Allan Poe. Right. You know, and like Edgar Allan Poe. Quote the Raven Nevermore. Edgar Allan Poe uh, in some of the stories is like a detective 
and he's like figuring out the story. So it's actually really cool. That was one of my favorite parts about Altered Carbon is that they had Poe. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like I just love that. I just thought that was neat. So yeah, and I, like like I, I'm not kidding. Everybody does. Like if you're an American, at one time in your life, you have either read one of his poems, one of his short stories, one of his books, or something. Like I think you have to in most schools now. Yeah, either the Raven, either the Raven or Telltale Heart are the ones yeah. that most people know. I like I like that one. I actually I love Followed the House of Usher. That's actually yes. probably my favorite. Which they just story. did. A, they just did a show based on that that um yeah. that story. Yeah, I've got to go watch it. I haven't watched it. Yeah, uh, and and Graveyard's mad at me for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my favorite Poe poem is Annabelle Lee. Oh yeah, good one too. Yeah. Mm. There's All actually. Right, Frank, what is your favorite way for us to get a hold of you? What yeah. are your pluggables? Well, I'm a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit everywhere. Just call me Roy Kent. Um, <laughs> I'm on Distance Nerding here on Tuesdays. On uh, I'm doing Saturday Morning Nerd Out on Kyber Cave. We just started up our Journals of the Classes series again. Uh, we mm -hmm. will be doing more of the Classified. I am currently avoiding working on Secret Origins. <laughs> Or origin stories, I mean. And um, eventually I'll be doing my her story. <laughs> I took I took a sabbatical and yeah. I was like I'm gonna do all this stuff and I did nothing I did our garage door broke we had to get a new garage door a lot of other stuff happened and I was just like what the heck and I've just been totally distracted so I am gonna get to it life but... gets in the way <laughs> I was like because I wanted it out uh, for my birthday uh, which is on the 15th of February so so yeah so that's me you can catch me in all those places good all times right. my own channel Frey Girl I like gals on it a lot so <laughs> yeah because she's a viral tiktoker she is go. that dog i swear have something you want to discuss tell us what you're nerding out on and make sure to let us know in the Facebook group, The Distance Nerdington Post. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to support us in the best way you can, all you got to do is go to the website, head over to uh, distancenerding.com. Right at the top of the page, you'll see Buy Us a Taco, and you can buy us a taco. Ladies and gentlemen, taco. join the taco party. <laughs> That's right. Join the taco party. Uh, support us the best way you can. Uh, it helps us continue to do more shows, continue to do more appearances, uh, and, uh, and, and you know, helps us get better prizes to give to you guys. Uh, of course, the other thing you can do is you can head over to Twitch. If you subscribe to us on Twitch, that gets you in a chance to win some Lego kits. Uh, so, and, and, and big Lego kits. Again, the more subscribers we have, uh, the more Lego kits, the, the bigger Lego kits we give away. So, there you go, guys. Uh, that is it from us this week, of course. Uh, if you want to connect with us connect with us at instagram facebook twitter twitch tiktok threads youtube discord myspace vine geocities friendster second life aim farmers only christian mingle only fans it's only pictures of aaron watson's feet and mandals and we saw aaron watson on the show to er show earlier tonight aaron watson's feet and mandals <laughs> and the beard uh all at distance nerding and of course if you'd like us to uh break up with your boyfriend girlfriend significant other pet schoolyard bully annoying neighbor or just tell us how much you enjoy us you hate us or wish the internet would completely consume us and spit us out at the feet of Vince McMahon. Wow. Send us an email at dist. Man, I can't. Really? You went with Vince McMahon? I mean, we've I been talking about John Cena 
like to. all time. I would have gone with Cena. Yeah. Yeah, but Vince or McMahon helmets. is the devil. Go with helmets. That's what I'm saying. So many helmets. But that's what I'm saying. Vince McMahon is the devil. So I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's nerding at AOL.com. Uh, and we will read it on the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is it from us this week. Awesome. All right, Yay. y'all. Thanks. <laughs> oh my God. Great. Did you see what Daniel just put on here? Sorry. <laughs> oh, one of the best I've seen. Thanks. Thanks, you three. Team Helmet on. Shout out to Chef. Chef, he's good. <laughs> Team Helmet on. Thanks. And keep nerding together. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right, guys. It is now time for the dance party. Let's get this going. This was a production of the Distance Nerding Podcast and Time for Tacos Media. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok, all at Distance Nerding. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, and keep nerding together.